You create your life with the stories you tell yourself. Want more fun, love, and money? Then write your new story and live into it. Louis DiBianco's podcast, Change Your Story, Change Your Life, shows you how to discover your empowering story. You'll meet many successful people who have created magnificent lives, even when the odds were stacked against them. Plus, you'll learn the secrets of great storytelling that can explode your business. And now, here is your host, Louis DiBianco. Hello, storytellers, and welcome to episode 13 in the series on how to tell a story, how you can become a masterful storyteller. Oh, yes, this is also episode 171 of Change Your Story, Change Your Life. Today, we're going to have some fun talking about Frankenstein. The topic is presentations. How do you give an effective presentation? I created a template called the Frankenstein template that I'm going to give to you today. When you know it, and it's not hard to remember, you will have a step-by-step plan for building your presentation and building it in the right order. Here's what I mean. Most people, when they sit down to do a presentation, especially if they're not that experienced at it, will think, well, okay, um, what's my topic? My, My topic is real estate. Okay, so what do I say to an audience first? How do I open my presentation? Beginning with the opening first is not effective. I totally discourage you from doing it. And you'll understand why when you see how the Frankenstein template works. If you think of a presentation as something alive, your communication is a living thing. Now let's go to the famous Frankenstein story. What happened in that story? A scientist created a living being by using parts of dead bodies. He assembled, built a human body, and then he gave it life. If you were going to build a body and you wanted it to live, not to just be a another corpse, what would be the one essential thing that you'd have to have, the essential organ? It's the heart, of course. And your message is the heart of your presentation. So before you find your opening, which is your head, you've got to find the heart which is your message. Think of it this way. If you were building a body and the very first thing you did was you found the head, well, where are you going to put it? Are you going to run around with this head in your hands and you have no body to attach it to? You don't really know what an effective opening is until you're really clear about what it is you're going to say to your audience and what it is you want them to do. So let's 
take a closer look at the message, the heart of your presentation. First of all, there are three big mistakes that many presenters make when they're looking to create their message. They'll do a presentation that is all over the place that talks about 10 things, but doesn't really talk about one at all. So it has no message. It's just a hodgepodge of different things kind of related to the same topic. Another mistake is that you'll have multiple messages because the presenter doesn't decide which is the most important one. And remember that a confused mind will not take action. So if you have more than one seemingly important message in your presentation, your audience is going to be unsettled and confused and they won't take action on what you want them to do. The third mistake is to have a message that is very muddled or buried and it doesn't jump out. It's sometimes people really don't realize that their important message, they haven't even spoken about it or delivered it until they're almost completely through their entire presentation. So define your message as the one thing I can't overemphasize that. One thing your audience remembers long after they leave the presentation, and it's the one thing that compels them to take action to get the results that they want. So, for example, let's, let's say your presentation is about real estate. That's just your topic. Fine, but there are many, many things one can say about real estate. So you don't have a presentation yet. What is your message about real estate? Let's say you have a course, a three-day real estate investment course that you want people to invest in. I'm going to take a little detour here for a second. I promise not to confuse you. Before you even get to choosing your message, you want to know what your topic is. Okay, if the topic is real estate, then go to the end of your presentation. Begin with the end in mind. In other words, ask yourself, what is it that I want people to do after I've completed my presentation? In this case, the answer is to enroll people in your three-day real estate investment seminar. Now that you know that, let's decide on a message. Your message can be, you can become a wealthy real estate investor even if you're broke today. That is the one thing that you're going to drive home, which means that Everything you talk about is going to be highlighting, underscoring this message, making it more prominent, exciting, and important to your audience, and most importantly, making it believable to them, making it making them feel that, yes, I may not have money, but I definitely can do this. Now that you have a powerful message, a strong heart, you're going to take it and you're going to put it into 
the skeleton of your body. The skeleton is the framework for your presentation. Another word for framework is the context. What is it composed of? Three different key points that you're going to make. Each one will build on the one before, and each, well, when you see them together, when you receive them together, they will deliver your message so that it has maximum impact. Why three key points? Because the number three is magic for the human mind. We grasp things easily in threes. We tend to remember information when it's presented in threes. It satisfies us on some deep level, and it keeps things very, very clear. So I highly recommend that you use three key points. In this case, your message is, you can become a wealthy real estate investor even if you're broke today. Let's look at the three units of the framework that will deliver that message that will drive it home. Number one, you don't need money to invest in real estate. You need persuasive communication skills. Number two, how to choose investment partners, people that you can collaborate with to buy real estate properties, investment properties. And number three, how to find and pick the best investment properties. You develop each of those units in detail and you're on the road to having a very powerful presentation. Should you create your opening at this stage? Not yet. You have your heart, you have your framework. Now, you're going to take each of those units of your framework, one, two, and three, and you're going to literally flesh them out. So consider the content the development of the three units of the framework as the muscles and organs that literally are going to flesh out this living organism, your presentation that you're creating. This would be an example number one, sources of money you could talk about, learning to talk to banks and mortgage brokers, and most importantly, how to talk to investment partners. That would be developing the first segment, which is you don't need money to invest in real estate. You need persuasive communication skills. Remember that the second unit was how to choose investment partners. And so your second unit, fleshing it out, could be how to interview people who are prospective partners. What are all the right questions to ask? How do you qualify them to find out if they would be a good fit for you? What things do you look for in their personalities, um, in their um, aversion to risk or in their willingness to embrace risk, etc., etc.? And then the third unit of your framework was 
how to find and pick the best investment properties. So you you could be fleshing that out by talking about not looking for the best property in a great neighborhood, but actually looking for the worst property in a great neighborhood and learning to detach emotionally from the properties that you choose. You could show people a formula, a mathematical formula for determining if a property is the best thing to choose. Now that you've got all of those three segments, you're going to need connective tissue to hold the muscles and organs of this body together. And the connective tissue is simply another way of looking at the transitions that you will make from one unit of your framework as you develop your content to the next. So you've talked to people about different sources of money how to persuasively talk to people in banks so that they want to lend you money, how to talk to and negotiate with mortgage brokers, and how to actually talk to prospective investors. You get to the end of that section. You could say something like, now that you know how to communicate persuasively, now that you know how to communicate persuasively, let's discover how to choose a great investment partner. That leads into the whole discussion about interviewing people to become your partners. At the end of that section, you could say as a transition, you have the right investment partner. Now, what are the best properties to invest in? Which leads you smoothly into actually showing people exactly how to choose an investment property. When you conclude all three of those things, you're going to need a final transition, a final piece of connective tissue, which is going to take you to the closing of your presentation. And the simple way to do that is to do a recap. Remind people of what they've learned. All of the three things that they just learned that'll make them good, profitable, confident investors. And then you don't have a close. Think of the close as the legs of the Frankenstein monster that you're building, that you're creating. And that those legs, another way of looking at them is the legs equal your call to action. Sometimes people give, give very great presentations, uh, great in the sense that they're uh, interesting, they're engaging, they're entertaining, but at the end, they just leave people with that knowledge and they don't tell them what to do, what's their next very clear action step. And in your case, to really have legs on your presentation, you're going to have to tell people, let's say you're in a, it's a live presentation and people can register for your course by going to the back of the room, and uh, you have representatives waiting there to sign them up, you tell them exactly what to do. Maybe you're offering a special for the first 10 people, a discount, and you say to them, okay, 
after you've recapped the wonderful things that they're going to get that are going to make them wealthy real estate investors, you tell them, this is the course that will give you all of the fine points and details, all of the resources that you need to make this happen. It costs so much. These are the dates. And for the first 10 people, you will get it. And then you can name your discounted price. And then you actually tell them, go to the back of the room and enroll now. Oh, but you haven't got a head yet. No. Because what you've done is clearly created the entire body. Because now that you know what this creature is, now you know what you're opening into. Now you can create the head. In this case, you might open your presentation with these words. It takes money to make money. If you're broke, real estate investment is beyond your reach. Makes sense, doesn't it? No. You have their attention with that? Now you can go into the presentation that proves that they don't need money, that all they need are great persuasion skills, negotiation skills. You're going to show them how to find and pick good investment partners. And then you're going to say to them that they can have this prize by enrolling in your three-day real estate seminar. By the way, this lesson, this example that I used, happened to me many years ago. I went to a seminar where these topics were discussed. The action that I took after that seminar was that I went, yes, first I did hear, I saw a presentation. In this case, it was on TV in the form of a long infomercial. I took the call to action to enroll in the course. And then at the end of the course, I took action. I bought two investment properties. I bought them when I was unemployed because I did learn to talk to banks and how to make bank lenders my friends. I learned how to also talk to mortgage brokers, and I sold one of those investment properties for a nice profit, and the other one is the home that I happily live in today, and it still brings in an income because I have tenants, all because the presenter gave an effective presentation. So remember, you don't Begin by trying to write your opening, create your opening. Because if you do, you're literally like Dr. Frankenstein running around with a head with no body to put it on. Find the heart first. Find your message. This very well may be a new way of thinking for you. And you might resist it to help you get over that resistance Ask, how can I change my story and change my life? Tune in to the next episode of Louis DiBianco's podcast. Become unstoppable as you learn to change your story, change your life.